Production. Recorded live. Well, good evening, everybody. Yes, we're recorded live here on a Wednesday, March 4th, 2015. This is Chuck Bartok bringing you the 342nd episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. Hey, uh, as typically happens on some days when you get swamped, I uh, didn't send out enough uh, uh, social media announcements again about our show again tonight, although some of our regular listeners did receive their weekly reminder. And if anybody would like to be, have a weekly reminder about the show that's listening now and in the future, you can always drop me an email at chuck at youcanbuild.it. I will put your name on our list. And the only emails you will ever get from us is the weekly uh, show announcement. This is not a mailing list. It's just strictly a, an announcement about the shows and, and the uh, upcoming topics. So if anybody would be interested in the future, drop me an email, chuck at youcanbuild.it, and I will put your send me your email. I have it. And just say, yeah, put me on the list, and you'll about the oh, in the morning or the night before you'll get a an advance notice about the upcoming show on Wednesday. <clears throat> so um, anyway, that's just a little piece of information for anybody that's interested. Building a business, kind of an interesting topic. It's been, <laughs> been at the top of my mind because um, uh, this year we've been blessed with several people who have contacted. Uh, contacted me and asked me to help them expand, uh, build, grow, or initiate new businesses. And um, this is really a joy for me. I I enjoy doing this. I sure don't have all the answers, but uh, over the years I've been able to meet people who can provide answers, and we always try to get people in touch with those who we can't help with uh, whatever experiences I may have. So uh, we've got a pretty great group of masterminding, and uh, masterminding has been the foundation of my personal business growth over the years. Uh, I learned a long time ago as a teenager, you can't do it by yourself. And you drop the ego at the door. You surround yourself with people who you admire and respect and ask for help. And the help might be on perusing an idea, offering a suggestion. Uh, today, interestingly enough, a lot of those things sound like they're criticism. And of course, since we live in a me-centered environment, an entitlement environment, it's pretty difficult for a lot of people to um, understand that uh, help is appreciated and everyone can have ideas that help you. Uh, grow in in person and uh, grow your business. Uh, I've had people call me and say, what do you think about this, Chuck? And I give them my simple answer. And, uh, you know, they uh, either act upon it or they don't. And what happens is strictly up to them. We don't always have the right answers, but it sure is fun uh, having offering an answer anyway. Um, so, that's what we've been doing over the years, and it's just been a lot of fun and very rewarding. Uh, and what's happened to me lately is I've had several people who I know who have said, hey, I'd sure like it if you would, X, Y, Z, help me expand on my social media. How about changing my web presence? How do I help in my direct mail program? Uh, can I, um, the, uh, y- you know, just... Any many, any number of ways, and of course, if I don't have an answer, by golly, I've met enough people over the years that, that have the answer. And uh, I have a couple of great projects going. Um, you've heard me mention in the past that I had the opportunity to meet a brilliant young man. I had the privilege of meeting in 19, I think it was 70 or 71. I don't know. I keep getting cloudy there. He had just returned from Vietnam, uh, had a... a not a good experience, as so many of my friends uh, had not such good experiences. Jim was an officer. He lost an awful lot of men under him under what was called the Tet Offensive. Uh, this may be uh, new information to a lot of our callers today because I realize a lot of people that do talk to us haven't even been born then. And, of course, history books are 
rife with misinformation about what truly happened around the world, uh, even yesterday. You can't rely on television reporting. Anyway, um, Jim's experiences helped shape his life, helped shape his direction and his resolve. Uh, One thing I learned over the years, and, and this is true today, if you are in business and you're looking for somebody to help you, uh, the about the only uh, reservoir in the United States today of young people who have qualifications to build a business are veterans. They're the only group of people who truly understand discipline, who truly understand a sense of responsibility, and truly understand teamwork. Uh, I'm sorry, it's... Uh, Uh, It's my opinion, based on experience, of looking at potential employees today, uh, the difference between a bright-eyed person who got a liberal arts degree somewhere um, and somebody who maybe went to junior college for a while and and, and went into the military and came out um, heads and tails, far and beyond, uh, that veteran is is a better bet if you're looking for a team player if you're looking for a leader, and if you're looking for someone who has enough love of self to be disciplined to get better. So um, anyway, um, just some thoughts as a side. Anyway, uh, getting back to Jim, we've joined forces again. Uh, he has started a newspaper in his hometown. Oh, gosh, that's kind of strange. Everybody says the newspaper business is dying. Well, it is if you don't do it right, but if you do it right, the newspaper business is growing. Um he happens to be a prolific writer. Uh, he personally got caught up in the New York publishing syndrome, which is absolutely accessible. And uh, he's finding out that uh, his work can be appreciated by people, and he can circumvent uh, that, that cesspool of <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Now, on the other side of the coin, there is a need for good publishers, and we know of a darn good one. Anybody out there that's interested in learning about or looking for publication of good, solid material, the kind that you like to read, the kind that can help you grow, I want to recommend Callisti Publishing. Um, If you'd like to know more about them, please drop me an email, chuck at youcanbuild.it. The owner and publisher has uh, become a close friend over the years, and I really like his attitude and his business practice, his uh, uh, values, sense of values, and the types of books that he is interested in are books of value, and he does an awful lot of publishing of what you might call self-improvement, books books that can help all of us become better to ourselves, better for ourselves. And ergo, the better we are to ourselves, the better we are to other people. And I I think that's important. I really do. Um, You can't give to somebody that which you don't have, you don't own. Uh, And, um, you know, um, if you don't own the interest in liking yourself, loving yourself, if you want to use that word, which is a very good word. If you're not interested in uh, uh, being good to yourself, it's pretty hard to be good to other people, okay? Uh, You can't give that which you don't have. And that's all part of being in business. Uh, Again, I've mentioned it here on this show over the years of my experiences with people around uh, the country Uh, You know, uh, you're happy on the journey. You're happy getting to the destination. You're not necessarily happy when you get there. In other words, if you think you're going to be happy when you get to level A or level B, the chances are that's never going to occur. The secret is to be happy today and therefore and have that plan and follow that plan and discipline yourself to do the work necessary to get there, uh, <laughs> you'll find that it's going to be pretty easy to get to it. A lot easier, let me put it that way. 
Uh, so anyway, just some thoughts in passing today. I was hoping we'd have a, a couple of new guests. Oh, Tonya's with us. Good evening, young lady. I'm sorry. And guest three joined us. I just flipped back onto the console. I was, uh, my little beep went off and I had to check on something from a, a person. Uh, good evening, Tonya. Did you have your show this evening? Sure did. It was a fantastic show all about sleep. Really? Because, you yeah, know, National Sleep Awareness Week, so I thought that I would promote sleep awareness and uh, how how it uh, helps in managing seizures. Coincidentally, I posted an article I read about people who are sleeping with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, the article was interesting because I guess some of the the people of note, people of of great intelligence and pseudoscientific studies uh, feel that people who sleep with dogs uh, suffer greatly from getting a good night's sleep. And I read the article, and, you know, it's based on studies, and, and there's a lot of good argument why that could be. But number one, if you, are, if you assume the responsibility of owning a well-trained dog, which is your responsibility... And you develop the bond that's necessary, you and that dog can sleep together forever, and you're both going to have a sound sleep. It, it, it all has to do with, it's just like raising kids, folks. <laughs> you know, uh, the, these, um, what you call, uh, what do you call them, Tony? Help me here. The uh, preconceived notions or something. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. you, know, we, you know, we have our new rescue dog. Flo was with us 11 years. She slept with us. And it was a very, in fact, there was a time, a couple of, very seldom did we ever not have Flo with us. But neither Shirley and I slept well when Flo wasn't there. Is that strange? I mean, we didn't sleep well at all. We were, yeah. you know, constantly up and something wasn't natural, you know. And uh, so anyway, I, I spread that article around and um, this I didn't know this was uh, National Sleep uh, Awareness Month. And yeah. of course, I do know that it's very important in your direction uh, if, if people who do have a seizure situation that uh, they keep themselves in good shape and fit and, and sleep is important, I'm sure. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And uh, and how is your sleeping going, young lady? Well, you know, um, on a personal note, I haven't been sleeping well the last couple of days, uh, the, well, the last week, in fact, uh, because I, my my back issues. Oh, okay. Because, because of seizures, because uh -huh. of seizures that I experienced years ago, right. um, I now have about uh, five bulging discs oh, in my no. back. Oh, and about two of them, uh, they feel like they're ready to blow. So now I'm in that constant pain mm. that uh, so many know. And uh, on top of that, I just received word uh, yesterday from my son, my middle child. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in his um, he's in his mid twenties, and he was just diagnosed yesterday with cancer. Oh no, Tonya. Yeah. No. So that's rough, you know. I'm I'm yeah. doing my best uh, to make it not all about me, <laughs> uh, because it's about him, not me. And but being his mother, it's, you know, it's difficult. To do. But but at the same time, young lady, we do need to know that you're being taken care of. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. We, we do know and we I need am. we do need to know that you're taking care of yourself, which I personally know you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, that's a, it's kind of our responsibility, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's really weird. And you were saying something when, when I came on tonight. You were saying, um, you know, we can't, uh, something to the effect of we can't give out what we don't already have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, how can I help others achieve, achieve positive seizure management mm -hmm. if I'm not doing the things in my own life, you know, to, to walk right. that path myself? So, so I continually um, am and looking at the things in my life and very, very aware of everything from the inside out. Make life the best possible in every moment because that's all we can do. Right, right. 
You know, it, and that's the again. You know, going back to the thing that we've been discussing on our mastermind, uh, master key mastermind alliance. Uh, uh, the course is almost over. It's been twenty-two weeks. It's a twenty-six week stint. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so many people of the four or five hundred people that continued forward have learned the power of self. Have learned the importance of quiet. The uh, the sit times, as Hanel calls them, and how to, dev- to to completely wipe out negative positions in your subconscious and conscious and all of these wonderful things that these gurus talk about on stage and people spend thousands of dollars to go listen to them talk about it and and they can be in groups like we have uh, that cost literally nothing and and read spend some time reading some good books and and be in power without uh, feeling uh, uh, you know that you have to go do something else but uh, yeah uh, I, I will put a plug in if you don't mind Tanya that uh, this oh, September, we're going to start another session of the Master Key Mastermind Alliance. Uh, it is a pay-it-forward scholarship. Uh, the goal is to have uh, uh, 7,000 people in it by 2017, and the way it's been growing, I think that's true. But uh, any, if anybody's interested in really organizing themselves and doing it with a mastermind alliance of many people around the world who think the way you do, and if you're willing to teach yourself habits that are most important, go to a website, Master Key, the number four, the letter U, dot com, slash news. And on the navigation bar, you'll see the 2015 MKMMA Scholarship. If you would please go there, fill in your name and email, you're going to get a notification prior to enrollment time and to see if you're eligible for a scholarship for this 26-week course, which I know everybody that's ever taken it and followed through with it has enjoyed increase in their lives. And that can be defined in so many ways. Um, and what you're going to receive, you might receive a high hello letter from me. But when we get closer in uh, July and August and we know more about the dates and startup and everything else, and there'll be some uh, videos giving you an idea what the course is all about, you'll be notified at that time. So it's not a, you're not signing up for a, a bombardment of uh, scurrilous emails you know, to, to buy this, that, or lotion, potion, or whatever it might be. Um, Okay, guest three asked an interesting question. Can you sleep too much? And they indicated they asked because I'm unemployed and I sleep a lot. It sort of worries me, but ultimately I think it's probably harmless, even uh, for being good, uh, might even be good for someone. I'm not a doctor (laughs) by far. I was going to be one many years ago, 50 years ago. My friends all became doctors, but I I took a different path. Um, The... Sleeping too much is kind of a loaded question because what do you consider too much and what do I consider too much and so on. Um, Being unemployed, I'm going to make some suppositions and I have no idea if they're true, but you may feel uh, a lot of friends and, and who have been unemployed, they start denigrating themselves. Okay? And the longer they do that, the longer they're going to stay unemployed. Because there are so many jobs available throughout the United States today and in other places. Uh, There's jobs going begging. There's people that need people. However, the reason they're going begging is people aren't presenting themselves properly to those who need them. And in many cases, it's not a matter of huge degrees and all of this stuff. It's a matter of you being a person who knows how to be a team player, as I talked about, veterans. Uh, Someone who has a burning desire to better yourself and uh, a burning desire to be a contributing factor to a functioning organization, which is a company. Or the other side of the coin is if you're unemployed today. And if you have a burning desire to do something, if you have that dream, that you, like the young lady, Tanya, that's on this call, she had a dream. She wanted to start something several years ago. 
Everybody around her told her it's impossible. It can't be done. It's a waste of your time. Look at the physical condition you're in. Bloody, bloody, bloody. You have children. Not a die. You can't do this. It's, it's, it, it's impossible for you to do this. And today, the National Seizure Foundation, National Seizure Disorder Foundation, is one of the premier awareness vehicles for people with seizures around the world. Um, and so you can uh, do it. Let's see. Yes, I do denigrate myself big time. I live in London, though, and it's very bad here, so I sleep in the day a far bit. What do you do at night? Guess three. Are you being creative at night? You know, I, I really can empathize with your situation. Uh, I live in London, and it's very bad here. Who says it's very bad? Are you telling me or yourself, because it's you talking to yourself, based on your possibly misinformation that it's really bad there? Because I happen to know a couple of people in England, I, they're near London, who are just booming. <laughs> Literally, you know, can't believe how good things are. And I'm not talking people who are corporate CEOs. I'm talking people, you know, just... Uh, sleep a little little bit at night and listen to talk shoe a lot too. Okay, we're having fun here, Tanya. Okay, <laughs> why are you listening to talk shoe? What are you expecting from talk shoe? And Chuck, if I can add something. Sure, go ahead. Uh, you know, London is one of those places on the globe that it has uh, the weather. You know, it has dark and dank weather a right, lot. Right, right. Um, and, and that can cause in our bodies, I'm, I'm not a medical professional either, right. but I encourage you, uh, guest three, to go to your doctor and get your um, vitamin D, as in dog, get your it vitamin D you. levels checked, because those places that don't have a lot of sunshine or if you are in a position where you're not out in the sun a lot, your body can deplete in that, and that can cause you to sleep more. That can cause depression, mm-hmm. and that can cause you to not want to be motivated. That's right. So do get that do get that checked out. And if you're sleeping to the point where you notice it's taking away from your quality of life, you notice you're becoming more and more tired, and you notice that you're becoming more and more depressed, then you will need to either find ways to motivate yourself or see a doctor and, you know, uh, rule out any medical issues. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Very good. That's uh, true. Uh, My wife has, uh, vitamin D has been instrumental in helping her. Uh, We have plenty of sunshine, (laughs) but there's other factors. She has bone deterioration and has had for 20 years. So, or almost 20 years. Um, You love U.S. culture, although I struggle to understand some of the attitudes. Very good. What attitude is it about the U.S. culture that you fail to understand? I'm really curious. This is a great conversation. Um, Because, you know, uh, I'm a product of uh, a culture that moved to this country to become American and, and... assimilate the American culture, which I believe my family did very well, and all of my siblings. Uh, We happen to love this country for the wonderful opportunity and the fairness that this this country presents, contrary to what you read in the newspapers. Um, And uh, there's a reason in this country uh, that... uh, uh, see, see, there are groups of people in every country that want to dominate. There's people who uh, feel they need, they have the need for power. And one way to stay in power is to keep the people dumb, foot and pregnant. I mean, I'm not no, no offense, Tanya, you know, but but that's a, a cliche phrase. And one way to keep you dumb is to undereducate you. Uh, to keep you dumb is to give you things that you truly haven't earned which we call entitlements. And uh, by doing that, I can have power over you. And if I take away your freedoms, um, subtly, one by one, as time goes on, uh, pretty much I can do what I want with a country, with an economy, uh, and so on. I can build armies, conquer, do all of these wonderful things. 
1938, Napoleon Hill wrote a book that was only published a few years ago in 2011 called Outwitting the Devil. And I've made an audio trans uh, excerpt of one very powerful statement where Napoleon Hill asks the devil, uh, how does he get into control? And uh, the, uh, <laughs> the interesting thing is he said, uh, well, I take over your education system, and he, I do exactly what I just said. And I take over the politicians, I take over the education system, and I take over the pulpit. I take over the clergy. And by doing that, I can be in control of people because the most dangerous thing to me, the devil, is a thinking man. And if I can wipe out the thought process, wipe out the desire to be a thinking person, I'm in control. And and this is true. I'm sorry. It's true in the United States. It's true in Canada. It's true in, in England. And it's true in many, many other countries because there is a subversive group uh, moving throughout the world doing this. And you're mentioning here um, so many rows and arguments. When I listen to talk show, there seems to be so much animosity amongst American people. Animosity, again, and that's an interesting word, animosity amongst, I mean, against other Americans or, uh, you know, that's interesting, uh, animosity. Uh, so many rows and arguments. I'm no expert. That reminds me, you're mentioning the devil. In the United States, you're much more religious than we are in the UK. Uh, you believe in good and evil more, I think. Well, that's interesting. Personally speaking, that's not my thought process. Because there is no evil in my process. I, I don't allow it. What I have to put up with are inadequacies, and I either ignore things, I totally ignore things that I can't control, and focus my energy on that which I can control, because my only job being here is to fulfill my definite major purpose, which I established in 1960, and that's to enjoy autonomy and help others, help others grow from within. And uh, if people don't want to grow from within, I don't care. If people do want you to want to grow, then I can be of help. And interesting, the young lady on the show with us, Tanya, I believe subscribes to that same philosophy. She may not express it the same, but she's dedicated her life to help people. But yet she knows she can't reach everybody. And she knows no matter how much she puts it in front of them in a platter, everybody's not going to eat at the, at the feast. And we don't fret about that. We move on because there's so many people who do want to share. There's so many people who do want to grow. So why would we waste time worrying about those that don't? And here's the thing. If everybody took that attitude, pretty soon everybody's on a better track. And, and this is true in business. There's a philosophy in business, guess three. By the way, if you want to type in your name, it'd be fun to call you something else but guess three. <laughs> Uh, but um, in, in the Master Key Mastermind uh, course, there, there's several weeks discussed about uh, happy, uh, happiness, and, and we're happy. If we are happy, the goals are pretty much assured to be done. Rather than the mental mindset that when I get at the end of my journey, when I have a new car, when I have a promotion, I'm going to be happy. I'll almost guarantee you it's not going to happen. Because unless you're happy today, you can't get there. And the only way you can be happy is to please, be pleased with yourself. And the only way you can be pleased with yourself is to improve yourself through training your subconscious mind, which knows no difference between good or evil, does no, knows no difference between large or small. It just does what you tell it to do. And if you train it to do the right things, your life just is just one series of... Now, are you going to stub your toe? Are you going to have roadblocks come in front of you? Is it going to storm? Is the bridge going to wash out? Yes. It's interesting, Tanya. Yeah. Here's a, well, I'm, I'm using you as an example. Two years ago, was it that your daughter died? 
it it will be let's see three years this time. three years okay I'm, I'm it goes I'm sorry honey but it you know it's it's still uh, top in my I mind I and and you found out that your son has yes. a, a, a serious disease mm-hmm. and she's a mother and I I'm married to a woman who's a mother and I had a mother and I I, I just women to me are, are you know they're saints every one of them are saints I don't care what anybody says. And yet, no matter what has been thrown to Tonya, Tonya, she is still working and doing things for others. At the same time, she's improving herself. She's getting stronger. She's getting better. There's a lot of people say, you've got to give up. You can't do this. Because there are pressures on her from the outside. There's, there's heart. There's soul. Uh, Stephen Covey talks about this greatly. Fantastic job, Stephen Covey. What a wonderful man in the eighth habit. How to go from uh, 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 effectiveness to greatness. And greatness is where we're... We're all born in the image and likeness of greatness. Every person is equally born in the image and likeness of greatness. Every person has the same tools to start with. And unless we grab onto those tools, it, and we hope we have the privilege in our early years of being surrounded by people who think the same way. Unfortunately, everybody isn't, so they have to grab onto those tools a little later in their life. I do volunteer work one day a week, but I don't get a massive kick out of it. I think I'm just down on myself as a personality type. It's an interesting comment right there. I have a question. Um, why do you do the volunteer work? Are you doing the volunteer work to because you expect something? Or are you doing the volunteer work because, well, you said you don't get a massive kick out of it? I would recommend that you don't do it because, I, I'm really sorry, Tanya, you may disagree with this and jump in. If you're going to do volunteer work, volunteer work you, you have to be, invo- you have to be in, into it. Otherwise, the work's not getting done. Yeah, you have to have that heart of compassion, that right. that uh, that passion, you know, that want to do volunteer work. If not, mm-hmm. you're just uh, you're sabotaging yourself. You're sabotaging your success and your happiness, mm-hmm. and that success and happiness of those that you serve as a right. volunteer. You, you know, tattered flag is the name that Guest Three uses on on Talk Show, and it says, uh, "I adopt a big overall view of society." Uh, can I offer a real suggestion? Forget the big overall view of society and focus on you. You can't be effective to anybody unless you love yourself. Now, that's a loaded statement. A lot of people don't understand. Okay, you got to, uh, I'm just angry how I've wasted my life. I'm lazy. That, that's all, I, I don't even, that's BS. You're the only person that's telling you lazy. How do you know you're lazy? Because you said it. I'll bet you if you and I sat down one-on-one and talked for a great amount of time, okay, here's an exercise. I want you to do this, Tattered Flag. And, and this is part of our business training, okay? When this show is over, I want you to take a piece of paper, binder paper, fold it in half long ways, you know, lengthwise. And on the left side, write down all, all the things that, that are wrong with you. On the right side, write down all the things you think are right about yourself. Fold it in the middle, rip it. Take the left side, burn it, and never think of it again. Chuck, the stuff you're saying I've heard many, many times before, in all due respect, sir. Well, you know what? You know the reason you've heard them many, many times before is because they're true. It's the truth. You just haven't acted upon them. And as long as you don't act upon them, you will continue to be just what you're talking about. And that's fine. I, it doesn't bother me. You know, I, you, people very close to me have totally changed their lives. Okay? Nobody did it for them. The group sessions didn't do it for them. The psychologists didn't do it. They did it themselves. And they chose a path They chose a path to walk. They didn't allow anybody else to choose that path. 
They designed their own life plan. They didn't let anybody else design their life plan. But they surrounded themselves with people who understand that. You chanted positivity mantras. That's a good thing. Are you acting upon them? Are you applying those into your subconscious mind? You can chant. It's kind of like that that harlot, Rhonda Byrne, who, excuse the expression, the authoress, Rhonda Byrne, who bastardized Charles Hanel's book, The Master Key, and turned it into The Secret. And for a while, there were just millions of people running around manifesting. But they never did anything about it. You can sit there and manifest, as my dad used to say, you can, you can wish in one hand, and you can crap in the other and see which one gets filled first. Manifestation. Now, what, what Henel says, and, and Hill says, what you perceive, you can conceive. If, if, you apply massive action to a well-designed plan and start now. I joined an NLP. Yeah, I, I think that means neuro-linguistical something or other. Uh, I've been introduced to that. I, I, I per, personal my opinion, and it's just my opinion. I, I, I think it's, it's not my way, and I'm sure a lot of people have benefited from it. I don't. The thing is, what I keep seeing is all these people are paying money for this stuff. When all of this stuff is free, it's all free. All the books are free. The best books ever written about this are free. I'm narrating several. They're free. People are on this talk show. Our other show, Focus Society of Overachievers, we have over, what, 400 hours of people sharing their experiences. No, you're fine bringing it all up. That's great. This is great. I mean, I, I don't know. Tanya can't read this, but, but this is great stuff, and we're glad you're here. So sorry that you're so far away and we can't hear your dulcet-toned voice. And, you know, you started out mentioning you're unemployed. I, some people are uh, because they chose to be that way. They chose to stay that way. I, and I, I know that sounds harsh. But if you truly have a burning desire to become employed – and you designed the plan to do it, and you applied action to that plan, I would bet you in London, England, you would find employment. Now, and you know, go ahead. You know, Chuck, if I can add, um, there are some people in this world that are unemployed, not of their own choice, but they are unemployed, and they're incredibly happy. So, you know, guess three, take a look at your... Um, Take a look at yourself and see if you're connecting your happiness, your self-esteem, your self-love to being employed or being unemployed. Very good. Yeah, the two don't match. The two don't match. You can be extremely happy and at peace and very balanced and not have a job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I happen to know a few people who are that way. And And, you know, of course, they're... Let me, let me just put it this way: They're adequately surviving. <laughs> you know, yes. I mean, we, we we don't want to ever hear of anybody, you know, deteriorating their body. Is this a weekly show? Yes, this is the 342nd week. There's very few shows on Talk Show. Our other show is even older, but it's on hiatus. We have not produced the other show for over a year because of my time commitment. It was a morning show. And I chose to venture back into the corporate world last year at the at a request of too many people, and it lasted just that long because I realized that I can't be surrounded by people who can't think. And by, by the way, the corporation is uh, changed hands today, <laughs> uh, and I, I think positive things are going to happen now. So, because I, I went in and sat down this this morning at nine o'clock and brought in my little pad and it's going to be, you know, I, I think there's some people that are, are, are truly interested in making it work and that's what's important. Uh, this show is really about building a business even though it may not sound like it because all these things we've talked, I have a blog that I don't write in all the time because I'm too busy helping other people, which I love to do and uh, it's called bestbusinessmindset.com and we try to write articles and I'm, I will tell you right now, it hasn't been acted upon, although I'm writing daily, <laughs> but not for that, um, the business mindset. 
uh, so many people actually, um, if a person has a desire to start a business, it's a very easy thing to do today, especially with all the free tools that are available and the Internet. And um, But they, very few people have the mindset. They don't understand the thought process that's involved in being in business. It's spelled out in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. There's six simple steps. Every person I've ever met, you know, I read that in 1960, who have followed those six simple steps were successful in what they defined as success at that which they endeavored to do. One of the things, the other things, is, is that we have such a divergent opinion about what is success. Now, I said, I told everybody on this show that Tanya has created the National Seizure Disorder Foundation, and it's a huge success. Is she as big as the National Epilepsy Foundation? No. Is she as big as the American Cancer Foundation? No. But what she attempted, not attempted, what she put into place and did is what she planned to do. And as I read her letter today that she sent out to her, her friends, of the National Seizure Disorder Foundation. They're growing daily and they're surrounding themselves with more people who are very interested in making it grow further. And this has not been an overnight success, has it? No, it hasn't been an overnight success, but uh, we're growing faster than any other nonprofit that I've ever known. Right. We we aren't as big as the Epilepsy Foundation of America, but we're growing faster. We're doing more in the short amount of time mm-hmm. than than they than they have. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that's not about competition. That's just showing, you know, that's proving to others that yes, we are a success. Mm-hmm. Well, this you know, and I, I'm kind of glad that uh, the tattered flag joined us today. The, um, this is an interesting dialogue about business. <laughs> and and I, I'm i sure, tattered flag, our friend in London, England. Uh, can I offer, if you're at all interested, I know you've read everything. You said you've been there, done that. Uh, on one of our sites, Master Key, the number four, the letter U.com, slash news, Go to that site over in the far right corner of the navigation bar. You'll you'll see your library in there are three free books that were the foundation of my lifestyle in 1960. But I didn't read them. I acted upon them. And, uh, you know, millions of other people have read these books, and those that have acted upon them have enjoyed increase, have enjoyed change in their life. There's another book that's not listed there that I bought the first copy, or my first copy in 1969. I've read it three times. It takes 10 months to go through. That's discipline. It takes 10 months to go through the uh, exercises. Yes, 10 months. 10 months, ladies and gentlemen, on a $14 book. No one who has ever gone through those exercises has not blossomed into a tremendous satisfaction of attaining that which they set out to attain. The book is called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. He was an interesting gentleman all by himself. And, and the guts of the books are the ten scrolls, and Og asks you to read a scroll three times a day, morning, noon, and night, for 30 days. We've taken a step further, and I, at mid, mid through the months, I have people rewrite the scroll to the present tense. And I've gone even a step further. I've recorded that, and those people that want to listen to those instead of reading it, because, because of our busy days, you know, you might find it easier to listen. I've I've gone through the 10 months three times in my life. This is my third time. And I want to tell you, (laughs) in 1969, things exploded. Everything just got better. Business was fantastic. And then we all become complacent and we kind of fall around. And then all of a sudden I picked it up again. Bingo. Things happened. And here I am in my 70s and I'm doing it all over again. And if I shared on this program what's happened... In the last 
96 hours as far as projects that have been thrown in front of me so that I can pick and choose what I want to take. Uh, it, 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 you know, you, you saw, it would sound like I'm bragging. And I, I attribute it to the fact that my mindset is back on track. And Mandino's Scroll 5, guess what Scroll 5 says? Do you know what it says, Tanya? I know you've read them before. I've read them before, but I don't recall. Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this, Scroll 5, ladies Please and gentlemen, just a, sh- just a short t- part of it. Uh, and, and I'm going to do it in the present tense. Southern California is on the call. Would you like to tell us who? Oh, are you, I bet this is Martha Torkington. <laughs> Hello, Martha oh, Torkington. What a gorgeous lady. Martha, before we go any further, have, you've been here before, haven't you? It's my first time. Okay, the young lady, cash flow coach, who is really terrific, Tanya Heathcote. I, Martha, I'm very serious. You and I are personally doing some things, you know, very soon. Uh-huh. Tanya's been around a long time. <laughs> She's a young lady, like yourself. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya owns, and I say owns because she started a dream several years ago, and primarily she was one of the major helps, or not help, but, you know, a lot of discussion on this show and our other show. Tanya has a foundation called the National Seizure Disorder Foundation. And what she has done by herself, in in spite of all the negativity and everybody in the world telling her she can't do this, she's proved them wrong. The reason I want the two of you to get together is the two of you can be wonderfully helpful to each other, knowing each of you individually, okay? Okay. So this is a networking. I know the two of you privately will get along. Say hello, Tonya. <laughs> Hi, Tonya. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. And just in Thank time, you. too, because I know, I know the call doesn't have very long. No, we got we got to leave here real quick. But I'm going to go on to scroll five and read part of it for our good friend in London, England, Tattered Flag. And the reason, Martha, is a lot of the things that you 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 are doing – I don't say want to do, that you're doing, uh, fits right into Tanya's thought process. And Mm -hmm. because of your training, Martha, and your experiences in life, I know that whatever you can offer her will be helpful and vice versa. It would be a mutually mutually, uh, beneficial relationship, okay, which I call Mm -hmm. networking. And, I like that. Thank I think you. I, I think the two of you just I I know it's a match made in heaven, <laughs> and maybe someday you'll meet in person. I don't know. Scroll five, like ladies too. and gentlemen, from Og Mandino's the greatest salesman in the world. And by the way, this is not a book about sales, contrary to public opinion. And again, Og Mandino asks you to read a scroll three times a day for a month. There's ten scrolls, therefore it's a ten month practice. And then we've taken it a step further by turning it into the present tense. And I'm going to read part of scroll five. I am living this day as if it was my last. What and what shall I do with this last precious day, which remains in my keeping? First, I will seal up its container of life so that not one drop spills itself upon the sand. I will waste not a, see, I said I will. I am wasting not a moment mourning yesterday's misfortunes, yesterday's defeats, yesterday's aches of the heart. For why should I throw good after bad? Can sand flow upward in an hourglass? Will the sun rise where it sets and set where it rises? Can I relive the errors of yesterday and write them? Can I call back yesterday's wounds and make them whole? Can I become younger than yesterday? Can I take back the evil that was spoken, that blows that were struck, and the pain that was caused? No. Yesterday is buried forever, and I think of it no more. I am living this day as if it were my last. And what then shall I do? Forgetting yesterday, neither will I think of tomorrow. Why should I throw now after maybe? Can tomorrow's sand flow through the glass before today's? Will the sun rise twice this morning? Can I perform tomorrow's deeds while standing in today's path? Can I place tomorrow's gold in today's purse? Can tomorrow's child be born today? 
Can tomorrow's death cast its shadow backward and darken today's joy? Should I concern myself over events which I may never witness? Should I torment myself with problems that may never come to pass? No. Tomorrow lies buried with yesterday, and I think of it no more. I am living today as if it was my last. And there's three more pages. Now, I'm just going to share, Martha. I I know you've gone through this exercise, I'm sure. I've done this three times in my life. I've taken 10 months three times. And I've said early on the show, every time I've done it, my life has expanded personally. Does that mean I'm a multimillionaire? Because, no, I just want to tell you, in in the last 96 hours, the things that have happened to me are (laughs) mind-blowing. And today has been a wonderful day. It is winding down, and as I kneel at the foot of the bed, and now I lay me down to sleep, uh, I thank the opportunity, thank for the opportunity of having today and go to sleep restful of mind, even though my mind doesn't stop. <laughs> but I don't fret about it. You see what I mean? I mean, there's there's not a hesitation. Uh, you know, it's just... I mean, sometimes I wake up and I start writing and, you know, boom, and all this stuff happens. Then I go back to bed and I wake up and, and, and that's just, but, but this simple thing, this book that was written in 19, it came out in 1968. I, I got my first copy in 1969 and uh, it was amazing what it did for me. And I know it's done a lot for other people. Uh, are you still with us? Uh, tattered flag in England. If you get a chance, go down to your local used bookstore. You can probably find a copy of this book for a mere pittance. Uh, What's it the might name be of it? The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino, who at one time was also the editor of Success Magazine, which is now Darren Hardy's magazine, which was originally founded by my best friend Orison Sweat Martin in the 1880s. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, again, the book is not a book that you read, it's a book that you live. And I know both you and Tanya understand this, and I'm sure Tattered Flag uh, understand it. Good. Uh, Tattered Flag is is reading Og's Wikipedia page, which is, you know, pretty close to reality. (laughs) He he, he was a peer of mine, you know, I mean, we're the same age group. He's passed away now. But... um, I have read Success Through Positive Mental Attitude, which influenced Og, it says. That's true. That's true. Again, though, I I encourage people in business. Uh, They read these books, and there's so many wonderful books. I'm I'm a fan of the old books because I love old syntax. You know, I mean, I just, I love the words, the flow of the words. All these guys were writers. I mean, were poets. They didn't know it, but they were poets. You know, things just, I can sense and feel it better. Maybe because I'm old. I don't know. But people read these books, and when I, oh, I just read Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week or whatever. I said, fantastic. Have you applied it to your life? Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So reading the book is important because that's the first step. But what we've always shared, and our children weren't readers, they were digesters. (laughs) Kind of, you know, you digest the book. You chew each morsel, each word, and pass it from your conscious to your subconscious mind so it becomes part of you. And Tanya's been around me long enough. I mean, you know, we want to get into Napoleon Hill or Charles Hannell or, or even uh, Orison Marden or, or Emmett Fox. Here's another quick thing, and we're going to go, guys, because Shirley's already in bed. There's another on – I have a – one of them email thingies, a, a, a sign-up form that I will immediately send you a free copy of Emmett Fox's Seven-Day Mental Diet. It was written in 1922, 1923, and it's free, okay? No obligation, guys. We give it to everybody. It's a nice PDF, and it's only about five, six pages long. In my whole life, I have never been able to follow the seven-day mental diet for seven days. That's my confession to the world tonight, okay? I've come very close, but every time I have gone through the seven-day mental diet, my life has changed to the positive. 
I, I don't know anybody who can honestly say they ever went through the seven-day mental diet successfully for seven days. Because what Emma Fox says, if you, if you err, if you, you know, stub your toe, you're supposed to go back and count day one. If you make a mistake in day five, you just don't move on to day seven, right? And, and, and I think everybody is intelligent enough listening to this call today, tomorrow, in the future to know that what this really is is an exercise in habit changing of your thought process, which is never completed, right? <laughs> you know, it, uh, we hope our thought process is never completed. And Martha, you're, you're a graduate study of, of this kind of thing. Is that on the right track or is this stretching oh, yeah. the reality? No, it's on the right track. Yeah. We're all there. Yeah. So if anybody would like a free copy of uh, Emmett Fox's uh, Seven Day Mental Diet, drop me an email and I'll send you a link to. I'll send you. You're going to go to one of those things. You sign up. What is? Oh, I know. If you go to Master Key, the number four letter U dot com slash news. Over on the right column is a sign up form. I think it says Seven Day Mental Diet. You'll get a. Welcome letter from me, included in that welcome letter, is the download for the PDF. And I think I send you a letter for a couple days afterwards asking you what you're thinking about. You know, I mean, kind of a follow-up. How's it going? (laughs) And, you know, anyway. uh, I'm I'm glad you joined us, Martha. And you're leaving to go visit the boy? Uh, My boy's in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Uh, and but I can yeah. call and talk to you tomorrow or Friday. I'll be, or, yeah, whatever. I'll be I'll be on a plane on Friday. Okay, so I you're gonna be around you. tomorrow, right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna be around in the morning. We have to take Shirley to her heart doctor tomorrow afternoon. Okay. And um so I'll call me in the morning. I'm around. I, I will do that and I hope you join us again. I will. Except just remind me. Yeah. Brain. Well, you know what I'm going to do? It. With your permission, I'm going to put your email in our once-a-week reminder of the show. Nice. Okay. okay. That was, this was fun. Enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and do me a favor. Both, you, both of you girls are on Facebook, okay? Yes. Girls and I've already friended her. And, and, and it is okay. terrific, Tanya Heathcote. Now, Martha, did you ever wonder if, if she was really born with the name Terrific Tanya? <laughs> I'm sure she was. Well, well, Tanya, I'm going to friend you back. How's that? Thank you. Hey, Thank you. She is terrific, and it always has been, but I remember not too many years ago when she suddenly declared to the world, I am terrific, Tanya. Yes. And okay, it's, abs- so it's absolutely true. <laughs> I look forward to that. Then. Yeah. And Tattered Flag, join us again. Drop me an email. I mean, even though you're over there in London, England, and I know we, you know, we can't promise you a job, and we can't make your life change overnight. And you have read and done a lot of things, but if you took, if you leave this show with one thought, act upon all that wonderful information you've read. You've heard it many, many times. Hearing, Fine. you know, a lot of people hear, but they don't listen. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm not admon- I'm not criticizing you. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows, <laughs> I stumble on a daily basis. But uh, uh, it sounds like you've had a great opportunity to, to to read some of the best. And you know, if you want a job, you can get a job. And sleep. This all started out by sleeping too long. Um, I, I I'm not a doctor, but I sleep. I have slept the same amount of hours since forever, and I do not sleep all at once. I mean, I've never really slept, you know, like people go to bed at night and sleep all the way through. But I'm, I've been known many, many, many years to sleep in the When I was farming, hey, I always slept in the afternoon. When we were in cotton in, uh, in the Coachella and Imperial Valley, and it was 120 degrees outside, everybody, we left the field at noon. I went over to my partner's sister's house in Brawley. We stripped down to our shorts, laid down on the living room floor, and slept till about three, four o'clock, got up, uh, freshened ourselves up, and went back out to the cotton fields and worked till dark. At that time, was about, you know, nine o'clock in the summertime. And, and we never were tired. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know, and, and then we came home and went to bed and woke up at 4.30. So anyway, sleep is a wonderful thing, and it can be. And by the way, that article about sleeping with dogs, even though they say it's not healthy, uh, balderdash, I enjoy sleeping with my dogs. <laughs> Who says that's not healthy? Oh, you, you didn't you didn't see my post on that, Martha? 
No, I I don't think I read. I did. I didn't read it. So well, it's oh, the, you it's, have to sleep with your dog. No, it why it's so wrong to sleep with your pets, and the article was published today, and the article talks about. Uh, I mean, this man is writing it. It's, it's, it's a blog, okay, and he is quoting some. Uh, 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 the sleep, the division of sleep medicine at Harvard Medical School reports. Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I really thank you. I'm honored that you joined us this evening. Uh, we're thank here you. every week, uh, same time, same station, and uh, it, the calls are recorded. They're always available for free downloads, and you can find them at youcanbuildit.info. There's 342 hours to listen to. So, uh, anyway, America sounds very nice to me in gray old England. Well, where I live, it gets gray, and we, you know, everything in the United States isn't sunny. But I think the attitude of the people really makes a difference of how your weather turns out. Now, isn't that a stretch? Thank you all very much. It's always Thank fun. You. To, it's always fun to go out and say, "Have a great Tanya, day." Tanya, yes. I will visit soon. You and I. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. Thanks, Tanya. Thank you. Terrific, Tanya. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> night Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night.